Hey, 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 closet busters and bold move makers. It is time once again for Life Uncloset. So I want you to gather around because it is time once again to kick down those closet doors of your life. We're here to escape our BS, explore our fears, and elevate our self-expression. I'm your host, Rick Clemens. I'm the bold move expert and that coming out guy who's going to take you to the party, the pulpit, the wake, and back to the party of living your life uncloset. So come on along with me and grab hold of yourself and get ready to step out, step up, and step into facing your fears, making your bold moves, and living life without apologies. Now let's get to the show. Hey, 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 Life Uncloseted family. I am so excited to have you back having a conversation about coming out of those closets of your life, whether it's about your sexuality, a job you freaking hate, or deciding, you know what? I can no longer do what I'm doing, whatever that happens to be in your life that's holding you in the closet. And I just want to remind you that if you're having struggles with this, hop on over to rickclemens.com. There's some help you can get for coming out of those closets of your life. But enough about me. I want to dive into this subject matter. It's a new year. There's a new way of being out there in the world, no matter where you are. And sometimes you just got to dig in, see your own shit and become stronger. And I can tell you that our guest today, who's a musician, he is definitely leaning in. He's got a new song called Stronger. He's leaned into his life in so many ways. And for those of you that are listening, who are the LGBTQ persuasion, I know we're going to get into some stuff about accepting where you've been, accepting how you've shown up. And even if you're not LGBTQ, and I know I've got those listeners too, you are in for a treat because we're going to dive into what does it mean to truly show up and let the stuff go and appreciate what you've done in your life to help get you where we're at. So without much more ado, I want to bring in this singer-songwriter. His name is Colton Ford. He's got a great new song called Stronger Out. And I just thought this in the new year would be a great way to get us going and really talk about how do you stay stronger in your life when all the other shit is hitting the fans? So welcome to Life Uncloseted, Colton. Really happy to have you Thank here, man. You. I am very happy to be here. Thank you, Rick. So a few things that as I got prepared for this one that just kind of struck me is, first of all, you're a guy who's been in the music business for a long time. You're still kicking it. You're still making it happen. You're at an age where some people would be like, aren't you done? Isn't it time to like, you know, go do this? You've had some adventures along the way, which I'm not going to reveal because I know we'll get into those. But you're also a gay guy who's like, you know, I'm just I'm just being me and I'm accepting me. I know you've done some deep work. And I felt like kicking off the new year, this is like a great space to like, how do you step into just giving yourself permission to do your things and be who you are in the world? And um, I think that's a good place to kind of step in with you, man, is you've done a lot. And every step of the way, it seems that you just give yourself permission to keep going and doing. So what drives you to be in that mindset, man? Well, I think the important word there is, is permission. You know, um, we're here to live our lives. And if we choose to uh, be influenced and dictated to by people who have a different idea of who we're supposed to be and how we should live our lives, then we're not living the life we've been given. Um, and I, you know, I, I got exposed to therapy early on through my mom and I dove into it at 30 and uh, I've been, you know, doing the work consistently um, so that there wasn't a, a, a dynamic that was um, bubbling up inside of me that would create roadblocks for me to 
have an adventure to push myself in ways that might not be traditional or or accepted even, but uh, ways that I felt um, I wanted to explore mm-hmm. and things I wanted to give myself permission to experience. And, and part of that uh, was driven by, a lot of it was driven by, you know, whether or not I would regret the experience uh, if I didn't have it at the end of my life. Uh, and that has driven me to do a lot of things that I probably would not have done otherwise. Um, and there's something very empowering in that. You know, uh, you had mentioned uh, that I had done something a while ago and it was porn for 10 months. And I did a documentary subsequently and they wanted to talk to my parents. And so I needed to tell my parents and my parents were cool, were cool with it, you know. Um, and I think it had to do with the fact that, uh, first of all, I was 39, 40 years old and I knew who I was and my parents knew who I was, too. And, and they did not see me or look at me any differently after this experience than before, which I say that because I think that's really significant. You know, they saw me throughout and knew who I was. So that one experience wasn't going to change or affect me in a way that would shake the core of who I knew I was. And they trusted that. And, and I, I'm so grateful to have had that from both of my parents. Um, but I think it, you know, it, it, when we're talking about a sexual orientation or just how we want to live our lives as men, um, that covers a wide spectrum. And thankfully now we're seeing the, the extent of that spectrum, but we still have this tug of war within our community that judges those things. And, um, so, you know, I think all of that stems again from, not getting in there and and doing the work and getting to know yourself so that you can give yourself permission to explore your life. So you won't resent somebody that's doing it in a way that you're not, and that you feel that you can. So, you know, it's, it's that self work that I think uh, has kept me going and certainly um, being consistent with that self work and then being able to bring that um, message uh, into my music. And uh, Stronger uh, came about through um, my desire to share uh, some Mm self-speak that I think is critical to either our success success or demise. And uh, over the last uh, year and a half, I've created a production company with my creative partners, Ron Schrader and Spin Sister. It's called Whoop Whoop Productions. And I got this beautiful, beautiful track. The original track is more of a ballad. And that's what came out when I started writing the top line. Like, you know, you got this, hang in there now. You know, don't don't forget that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I wrote this a year ago, really as a self-speak to myself, you know, jumping back into the mix in the way that I am after kind of taking a back step a little bit for, for a while. Um, and lo and behold, here we are in a place in our country and in our world and as a species where this narrative is really um, timely yep. because we got, we got to tell ourselves, Hey man, you know, this shit that's going on can take us out if we let it, but it also can make us stronger. It can mm-hmm. build up our, 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 our uh, commitments and um, just our desire to fulfill our dreams and not mm-hmm. let anyone stop you. 
whether you know they're they're judging you for being gay, being effeminate, being too masculine, showing your penis and porn, right? You know, a, 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 a trans uh, gender person, and 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 the whole spectrum. You know, it all represents what masculinity is. It's not just this one little tight little compartment where we have to all walk around with our chest up and we can't cry and we can't, you know, fuck all that. That's right. not, that's not masculine. That's not being a man. That's, that's being a construct. Yeah. That's putting on a mask to hide the fact that you don't feel that within yourself. But so, don't you think, but don't you think too, Colton, here's something, I'm glad you said this because it's something that crosses my mind a lot when I'm working with clients and stuff is the construct that we create as humans, but I'm going to take it to our own interesting LGBTQ community. The construct that we create through our coming out journey, not that we ever stop, but if we don't realize the construct we're creating around that can be the thing that again, can take us out or can make us stronger. And as long as we're not letting that make us stronger, then we're basically fucking ourselves. There's yeah. just, there, it's like, I can you know, and I talk to clients who are coming out all the time. I'm like, okay, so here's the bottom line. You get to choose. You can play the victim or you can play the victor. And I, I hate to make it sound that simple, but it actually is kind of that simple. Because yeah. if we carry that victim mode with us, then every step of the way, the process will be just, it's this constant battle. Or right. you can say, okay, this is who I am. I know this is who I am. And I'm happy with who I am and move doesn't mean you're not going to encounter people who are like, you shouldn't be this or you're a fag or really, I can't believe you suck cock, whatever it is. Right. But the thing is, it's all so much in our power to get to choose how we show up in this. And that's what I like about what you're bringing forward about your own self speak that you're just like, I'm bringing this forward in my music and I'm making sure that this is said. And I know most musicians do this, but this is such a critical piece and where I believe we are as a planet right now, because I feel yeah. like we're being called to some consciousness mm -hmm. and I am not, I don't care whether you believe God, don't believe God, whatever. It's a piece of we're being called to something greater than ourselves right now to say, you get to choose, you get to choose in so many ways around this. And I think that's what you're getting at is this choice is key critical. It is key critical. And it's really uh, about what you want to get out of your life. Mm -hmm. Do you think you've been put here to appease everyone else's idea of who you should be or to explore and find yourself in your voice and be empowered by it? I feel like the reason we're here is the latter and we mm -hmm. either choose to do it or we don't. Um, but I, I remember a, a really poignant moment in my therapy, my partner at the time and I were, we're really in our 11th hour and we felt like it had run its course. And we took a couple weeks apart and we got back together in session and we were like, you know, I, I think it's time. And our therapist was like, well, you know, I can, I can tell you that you have some shit to figure out. And I can tell you that you have some shit to figure out. And if you stay in the muck and put forth the work, you're going to find out that shit and come through it way more enlightened. Now that may lead you to realize at the end of it that indeed your relationship has run its course and it's time to move on. Or you might find that the, the problems that you felt were insurmountable 
have fallen by the wayside. And she said, it's, this is not a judgment, but it'll be really interesting to see what kind of men you want to be. And I, you know, I took that in and I was like, that's really deep. Like who, what kind of a man do I want to be? Mm-hmm. And I want to be a man that, that, that stays in the muck so I can find out what it is that I'm doing that's not working. And I can find new tools to better manage that shit so I don't repeat it. You know, it, it's, it's really up to us. And I think that the, you know, the, the, the haters that we have out there are hating because, you know, they're hating themselves. They haven't come, you know, people, it's like uh, uh, Legally Blonde, you know, happy people don't kill their husbands. <laughs> Remember that scene in <laughs> Legally Blonde? But it's, right. it's, really, it's really bad. Like happy right. people don't lash out at people they don't know. Right. You know, it's, it's more a reflection on where that person is internally. And I also find it really disappointing that here we are in the 21st century with all of this history, yep. still fighting for our right to be who the fuck we were born to be. To be. Yep. I don't care if we're talking about the color of your skin your, your religious affiliation, your sexual orientation, what you wear, whatever. Mm-hmm. We all want to be able to do us. Yes. And yet we're not as a species really getting with how to do that and support it. So here we are again, circling back around. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we look around in the universe, everything is diverse. Yes, it's it, it's all from the same, but it's all kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so brilliant about it. I have people from all walks of life. I've had six partners, three have been white, three have been black. I mean, I, I've loved every one of them. And I'm so grateful to have the diversity in my life because God forbid it was all the same. I, you know, we would be like, what the fuck? This is so boring. But don't you think that's the problem right there is people who can't handle diversity and I'm not talking right. color skin and all. I'm just talking in general, people who can't handle diversity in their life are the ones that cry foul the most. They want everything yeah. to look like this. They want everybody to do things this way. They want life to show up and da, 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 da. Yep. it's and it's, it's sad that because I just, I think it's so sad because it's like how much of an adventure is life then? Well, they're uncomfortable with themselves and with their pursuit of happiness, whatever that is. And, you know, and, and you're talking about religion. I'm not religious at all. Religion, look at religion throughout our history. How many people have been killed, burned at the stake, all this shit. Do you think God and Jesus yep. was a, a, about that? Do unto others, motherfucker. You yeah. know, it, it's, it's so hypocritical. And this is what we're really, uh, you know, facing here. I mean, you know, the the devil isn't down in the pits of hell firing, you know, firing hell down in in the center of birth. It's it's a lot. It's it's evil right here. What Mm -hmm. we're experiencing in our country, what what this dumbass and his, you know, enablers are doing are representing evil. Okay. That's what it is. If you want to, 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 to recognize what evil is, this is what it is. So, you know, how we come to the table and how we want to address that and how we want to receive ourselves, ourselves and others, 
really kind of dictate where we're going as a species. And I think we're at a crossroads. And the people, I, I'm telling you, those people that the white supremacists and all those people, I wouldn't want to be hanging in that group anyway. I don't care what their outlook is. Look at them. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. they are uh, Whitey McWhite and, his, and, and no judgment on that, but there's nothing there that's giving any flavor to their yes. experience. Mm-hmm. And then they want to carry around AK-47s and all this bullshit. It's like, where's God and Jesus in that? Right. Jesus exactly. didn't do that shit. Right. If he had $750 million, he would probably not take and invest it in rebuilding Notre Dame, but give it to the people that are dying. Yes. I mean, you know, all of that is great if we if the if the balance was there in this world, but we are so whacked out in terms of balance. But that's and you think about but that's the thing, Colton. You just hit on something that's the core of what this podcast is all about. Being in the closet is because something is out of balance. Yes. Something is not right with your world. And when you quote unquote choose to stay in your closet, your balance is off. You so badly, and again, I don't care what your closet is. I don't care if it's your right, sexuality. Right. I don't care if it's you, 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 the job that you think you have to stay in because this is what yep. you were born to do. There's a Marriage. balance disparity. And as yep. soon as you start to bring that back into balance, you're in the muck, as you say, and you're going to encounter those that don't want you to bring this back into alignment because now you just fucked up their world and the way they perceive who you are. And I see this yeah. day in and day out. And I know you get this as a singer songwriter and having been in, in the porn industry that there are people are going to go, well, who do you think you are? You're a 50 year old guy. Aren't you like done with this, you know, mm-hmm. singing, blah, blah, blah. And, you mm-hmm. know, just go do whatever. Or why don't, you know, you know, you're just a, a, a older porn star that's trying to make something out of mm-hmm. nothing, you know, which none of that is true. You've been doing this for years, but it's so interesting that when this shows up, it's the perfect thing of the closet, the closet a, surrounding them. It's a, it's a projection yes. of the fact that they are not good with the reality of their experience. And the reality of their experience is driven by either them not giving permission or giving permission mm-hmm. to themselves to explore their life. And this is what so I love I about what you've done is you have given yourself constant permission to explore your life. And this is yeah. one of the pieces of the puzzle that I talk to people about when I'm coaching them or when I'm on the stage, it is that key piece. If you're not giving yourself permission, that's on you. It's yep. not on anybody else. Yep. Now others can, the- not, others can not give you permission, but that's on you too. Because if you don't, if you think you have to have those other people's permission to do whatever it is you want to do, that's on you. So you right. have got to be the one that takes a stand and says, I give myself permission to be gay, to do porn, to create songs, to be a coach, to be a speaker, to travel the world, to leave a job I hate. All of that resides within each one of us. And how you navigate that will dictate at the end of your life, whether you have regrets mm-hmm. or whether you feel like it's been a life well lived. And that's not driven by having a gabillion dollars that's not driven by you know uh, uh, uh riding the tried and true mm-hmm. you know following the traditional conservative safe way of living i i've never 
I've never uh, gone on the beaten path. It's, 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 I've always just been, I guess, a little rebellious in that regard. But I've always, you know, really been driven by, you know, whether or not I feel like I, I, I want to have this experience that I re- would regret not having it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we're here to figure it out or not figure it out. And how we do that really drives how we experience our life. And there's so many things in this world that we are subjected to and beaten down with on a daily that if we don't have this self-talk going on if we're not engaged in this internal work that's going to be the overriding voice it's what the republicans have been using (laughs) i'm going to keep bringing it up to to promote this disinformation to get it in our heads it's very psychological you say it enough times it starts becoming you know this 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 tape in your head and then the impact of what it is lessens and then it's like oh yeah it's another thing oh we did that oh you know it it, it wouldn't be if we were in there really doing the work and recognizing this is as dysfunctional as it can possibly be and you are pathological in your lying in your misogynist, uh, misogynism and your sexism and your homophobia and your racism and, you know, uh, all of that stuff. Yep. So, yeah, I, I think we're at a, a crossroads. And I think for those, I think those that are in this space, and I'm so glad you brought this up <clears throat> because this is one of the things that shows up most in my work is, well, I don't know that I can, I, I just don't know if I can go do this and be who I am because look at what's going on around me. This is why you should go do and be who you are so that you can't, so you can't say, well, it was because of what was going on out in the world that I kept doing this. And trust me, I know Colton, you know, people that have been through this too. There's a lot of people who come to the brink of coming out of their closet and they're like, I can't because look at what's happening in the world. Okay. Yeah. Then don't, but don't blame anybody else for your misery. Well, that's because, the thing. Because that, it, nobody it, else owns that once again. You own that. Well, and that, that's the thing. I'm glad you said that. That uh, tends to happen with people that are not able to give themselves permission. They blame everything else other than themselves. Mm-hmm. The only limitations that we put on ourselves are ourselves. Yeah. So, it, you know, and the fact of the matter is, is that every successful person successful person has pushed through that fear and said, okay, just because this doesn't necessarily happen in our world because I'm too old, I'm too this, I'm too that. Well, I might as well just not try. Right. Well, you know what? Those people that push through that are the ones that break through and someone's going to do it. Yes. So why would I think that, I'm not that guy. I've always believed that this is what I was supposed to do. And when I struggle with, you know, staying in it because it's a, it's a brutal experience and a brutal business. um, You know, I may take a step back and, and, and think, okay, maybe it's run its course, but I'm always brought back to center. This is my center. So for anybody that wants to come to me and say that I'm, old or a has been or all that kind of stuff that's your shit i don't feel that way at all in fact i'm breaking down we're breaking down what being in your 50s looks like 
and what you can do in your 50s. Mm-hmm. We're not mm-hmm. done. And I don't care how old you are. I'm, I can guarantee you, you're not going to want someone coming in and telling you you're not entitled to your life and pursuing your dream and your passion because you're this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. No, all of these things make me that much more entitled to do it. I don't know when it was. It was just a couple of months ago, but it's kind of plays to where we're, where we're at in this conversation. And it's probably a good place to like, like, yeah, here we go. This is like the pinnacle. There was a news story of a grandfather who came out of the closet and it was just a few months ago. So it's right in the midst of, you know, we've already been into COVID and all this stuff. He came out of the closet at 92 years old. And I was so like, amazing. you go go okay and what was so interesting is, is as soon as i shared that on certain social medias there were you know the typical commenters like but what's the point at that age i'm like fuck you you idiot <laughs> and, and you know what that's why you're not going to get it in this life no that's why you're going to have to why come you're back struggle. whatever yeah. right you're going to struggle yeah. be, to be accepted. You're going to struggle for finding that person. You know, you're going to struggle with people accepting you. What? I don't, I don't care. It's because that's like, you just projected all your shit onto, luckily it was just some news story, but you just projected it out for the whole world to see that you well, don't and love now, and care about yourself enough to go. That's really cool. That's and, really and, cool. And, and the fact, okay. It's so cool. And it is so brave. That is fucking brave. Men who have been married with children coming out is so brave. Someone who feels like they are in the wrong body. Yes. And, and, and makes the effort to do something about it so that they can feel like they're in the right, right body. That is so brave. I mean, I I dealt with my homosexuality and that had its challenges as, as we all know, but I, I had two very loving and accepting parents. I'm so grateful. But when you hear about these other stories and people that are, are, are really dealing with some significant dynamics in, in taking in who they are and doing what they can to be that in this life before they leave, that's fucking powerful and any gay person that doesn't come out in support of that is really revealing how they're feeling about themselves and it's not a it's not a good look no it's not a good look so it's interesting too as i've worked with other people because you know i work with a lot of people around what their coming out story looks like i had a client not long ago who he's like okay yeah i am leaving this six-figure job. I'm tired of the corner office. I just want to go do something with purpose. That's mine. And of course he started getting the backlash. Mm. And I said, here's the interesting thing about the backlash you're going to get. Cause I, I've been through that myself. I said, it has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. The person who's going to backlash at you the most is the one who's never been successful. Right. Cause there's jealousy. There's like, well, <laughs> Damn, I'll take that half a million dollar a year salary. Yes, but did you work for it? Did you climb for it? Did you claw for it? You know, did you put in the time for it? This guy, my client is putting in the time right now for going to find his next thing because it's that important to him. And when we go do these things, you talk about people being brave. When we show our brave side, and this is what I love about getting to do this blessed podcast and have guests like you, is when we show what bravery looks like, other people get scared of that. 
they get fucking yeah. scared of it because they can't do it. Right. It's, it's fear for their inability. And, and the other thing, their inability to go there. And the other thing that I would say plays into this is this whole notion of what success is. Yes. You know, we're, we're, we're told that it's, it, it's, it's a, it's a, uh, a physical thing. Mm-hmm. It's things and money. What car do you drive? Where do you live? Oh, that's great. But what happens when you leave here? Are you taking that shit with you? You're, no, you're taking your energy. And what gives you more self-esteem than pursuing who you are and finding that voice and owning it as opposed to pursuing the trappings of what that is? That doesn't mean success at all. I, I don't know if you uh, uh, heard of this uh, documentary or watched it, but uh, it's called I Am. Mm-hmm. And it's by the director who did Ace Ventura, Pet, Pet Detective, and Bruce Almighty. And he went through a really bad motorcycle accident and was in constant pain and, and didn't think he was ever going to be out of that pain. And he did uh, some self-work and looked inward. And he was like, you know, everything I aspired to when I was a kid, you know, being a big Hollywood director and having money and homes, I've achieved and I am not happy. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I not happy? So he goes out and, and speaks to all of these leaders of today, spiritual leaders and the like. And, 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 and they all talk about what's important and the God particle and this whole idea that more is better. No, no. Mm-hmm. You look around in nature, the tree doesn't take all the water from the ground, just enough for it to survive. You live within your means. Therein lies peace right it's not chaotic you know you want you want to run a country and have a billion dollars that complicates your life like nobody's business and what are you doing in the whole effort to maintain that you're stressing over all this shit that's exterior you're not really doing anything to nurture and grow what's inside so at the end of your life what are you taking with you yeah you know it's all how we view um success but that documentary is that's awesome. So it's glad amazing. you shared that. It's and so glad that you have shared so full heartedly you yourself. Um, the song is stronger. What's next for you, man? Where are you headed with the music next before we wrap it up here? Yeah. Stronger is uh, thank you. Stronger is the uh, debut off of uh, my EP unity. That'll be dropping in about three weeks. And um, my creative partners and I, over the last nine months have really taken advantage of, being sequestered for quarantine. Um, and we've created 30 plus songs in our catalog. And there were four, Stronger being one of them, that were really relevant to today. Uh, another song I wrote, Unity, Modern World and Free. And it's really talking about the fact that, you know, we're all in this thing together, man. We're 99.9% the same. So, you know, we're tripping by not embracing the fact that we're one race of many different kinds of people and we're stronger together and our freedom is an absolute either we're all free or there's no freedom so we're at a crossroads here and these songs talk to that and and the music's brilliant if i have to say it's all myself (laughs) um and the vote everything is really on point so I thought it was a really timely um, space to put this out. Of course, you know, uh, the impact of everything that's going on right now 
has has created uh, a ripple effect for entertainers that's been very impactful. And part of it is like, you know, when should I release some something? Yep. Are people yep. going to hear it or they're not? Well, you could get wrapped up in that. And that could, uh, I mean, they're saying this could go on for two years. You could find yourself in the same place for two years yep. and not releasing anything. And I think we, you know, entertainment and music, and this is what people are doing and going to right now to get through. It's more powerful now or more important now than ever. It's always powerful. And so we got to keep talking to people. And I think, this release and and the messaging in it, I think, is really timely and important. So that's that's what's coming out. That's and then awesome. in the new year, I've got a, a another album with with uh, different subject matter, relationships and awesome. sex and all that kind of good stuff. Cool. But well, then maybe we'll have to have you back when that one comes out. I think that would be well, awesome. You better, Rick. Yes. You bet. <laughs> well, thank you again, buddy, for sharing yourself so openly and honestly. I love it when we can have these thank candid you, conversations about the real stuff. I mean, you know, there's nothing easy about coming out and being who you are. And yet once you come out and be who you are fully, it's so much easier. And I don't care if it's because you've been a singer songwriter or you've been married to a woman and come out of the closet or suddenly people discover, Oh, you did porn. It's just, just being who you are is the most beautiful empowering thing that I believe any human being has in their human experience, provided they give themselves permission to do that. So um, I, thanks again for being I, here, Colton. I so appreciate it, brother. I agree with that. And I, I would say another thing to that effect, uh, you know, we're fighting every day for all kinds of shit. When we fight for the right to ourselves, yes, that's the biggest fucking beneficial fight we will ever have in this life. So, you know, I, I mean, that's what I want out of it. I want to leave here feeling like, you know, I did the damn thing. <laughs> such a great way to bring us to a close brother so thanks again thank buddy you, good stuff there. thank you rick you bet i, I look forward to uh, talking to you again hey, hey hey life uncloseted family another episode of life uncloseted has come to an end and it is time for all of us to sashay away and go face our fears make those bold moves and stand up to living our life without apology but before you do i've got a favor to ask of you would you hop over to iTunes or Spotify or Podbean or wherever it is that you're listening to this and just give us a little bit of love if you like what we're doing here at Life on Closet. Here's what it does. It helps other people find the show. It helps other people get to know what we're all about and you just might help change life. In fact, if you really want to change a life, we'd love it if you just ask a friend to take a listen and see what they think. So that's it. Love you all deeply. I'm Rick Clemens, the host of Life Uncloseted and never stop stepping out, stepping up and stepping in to living your life uncloseted.